The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. But I love the the speed uh, that we have in this class. And uh, I love the physicality of this class, both sides of the ball. I, I gave them the clearance to tell all members of the media to, with all due respect, F off. With all due respect. Make it nine straight for your L.A. Clippers. 121-11. They down the Dallas Mavericks. And Oklahoma will suffer their first defeat of the season. It comes at the hands of the North Carolina Tar Heels in the Jumpman Invitational tonight in Charlotte. Final score, North Carolina 81, Oklahoma 69. And Toby Rowland, exactly, you're exactly right. We kicking this thing thing (laughs) off. Happy holidays, everyone. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a... T-Row in the morning show time, Thursday, December 21. I mean, that is some Christmas music right there. Good morning. Uh, Good to see everybody. Morning, Coach. And good morning to you out there in Soonerland as well. Next to the last day of your work week, we have crested the butte. We have topped the mountain. We are on the downhill slide to a holiday weekend. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. Christmas coming right around the corner. Four days to Christmas, one week away from the Alamo Bowl. Sooners in Arizona coming up. You heard it there off the top, the ugly truth. Basketball team drops a game for the first time last night in Charlotte. Carolina got them 81-69. We will discuss. Thunder back in action tonight. They get the red-hot L.A. Clippers, James Harden, Russ Westbrook, I don't know about Paul George. He's been sick. He didn't play last night. But they've won nine in a row coming in tonight to Paycom. That'll be fun. NFL back in action tonight. we got a bowl game again tonight. We've got a signing class to talk about. Signing day has come and gone. Lots of stuff to do on this Thursday morning. And let's start by welcoming in my very best friend in the entire world. Man, I missed him yesterday. T to the J. Perry on the other side of the glass. Good morning, TJ. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, oh. Good, good morning. It is a new day, but uh, haven't the last three just felt the same it to you? It is a new day. <laughs> what day is they it, just, by the way? Do they just all run together for you? Yeah, kind of. So yesterday, uh, after shoot around, I went back to the room, had like five hours until... We needed to catch the bus to go to the game. And I needed to, to prep. I, I had a couple hours of prep to do, but I had a couple hours to take a nap. And so I pulled the curtains dark in the room, 
And it was one of those where, you know, you don't even remember putting your head on the pillow. That's how quickly you go right. out, you know. And uh, and I woke up. It was like an hour and a half. I'd never nap for more than 20 minutes. Like an hour and a half later. And I, I probably took five seconds, but it felt like five minutes. I was laying there in bed looking around going, where am I right now? What day is it? You know, I couldn't. <laughs> I was so dark in the room, I couldn't figure if it was day or night, what city I was in. I was confused, thoroughly confused. But, uh, yeah, they've all kind of run together. Well, that's okay. We'll figure it out. You'll help me figure it out today, TJ. It's Friday. Now, I can't. Good morning. My week's been screwed up all week. I woke this morning and said, ooh, sweet, it's Friday. Good morning. That's not Friday. Tell Joe good morning, please. Good morning, Joe. Joe's up early. He was. He was. Got Joe's always up early. Last night, he knows the early know. bird gets the worm. He uh, he got in it middle of the night too last night. I saw him on the old aeroplano. So, question. Yeah, I'm here to answer all your questions. Are you right? at home right now? Uh huh. Where's your vehicle? Here. Huh. We were wondering if it was left in Dallas or something because you were flying out of Dallas, weren't you? How stupid do you think I am? <laughs> you guys really had a discussion about me leaving a car in Dallas? We, we, we were confused. Uh, not a discussion. Uh, Drake's like, well, maybe his wife drove got, down. I wonder how he got his car. Maybe he just left it there. Next time they're in Dallas, they'll pick it up. They go through to San Antonio next week. Maybe they'll grab it then. Maybe so. No. Uh, you want to know my schedule the last 36 hours or so? I know some of it, but yeah, go ahead. So I drove down for the Frisco Bowl. Right. That was on, I think, Tuesday. Did the Frisco Bowl. Ended at midnight. I was walking out of the car, walking out of the stadium to the car at midnight. I got to tell you, this five-minute pregame, five-minute postgame thing is beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. We got to think about doing that at OU. Um, but it's midnight. I drove back to Oklahoma City. Oh, I did not know you did that. What are you doing? I needed I what well, the exact thing you just said. My two options were rent, rent a, a car, car. Right, leave it there. But even then, I can't unless you know something I don't know, I can't just leave it in the parking lot of the Frisco Bowl. I mean, well, I guess I leave it at the airport. You do leave it at I, the airport, yeah. Um rent a car. Even if I do that, one, I'm out some money, and two, I'm still not getting a good night's rest. Like, I would have dropped the car off at 1 o'clock, or I'd, or I'd have dropped the car. I would, I would have gone to the hotel. I would have gotten in bed about 1. I would have had to be at the airport at 4. You know what I mean? Like, that is not a good night either. So I drove back to Oklahoma City. I drove straight to the airport. I never went home. Oh, I got to Will Rogers at 3. Flight left at 6.30. So I slept in the car for an hour. I, I thought about this in advance. So I took a pillow with me. I parked. This is key. I parked over at AAR where the team took off from. The the uh, private area part of the... Sure. The, you know. So I parked there. Slept for an hour in the car. Walked to the airport. It was freezing, by the way. It was farther than I thought. <laughs> and uh, and then got on the flight, okay? Okay. Direct flight to Charlotte. That was nice. No connection. So it got me into Charlotte like 10 a.m. 
Eastern time. Great cab driver. Got me straight to the hotel. And uh, and then shoot around. And then the nap I told you about in the game last night. Back to the airport. Flew home. Got in at 3. Landed. Uh, walked in the door of the house at 3. We landed like 2.30. And, uh, and here I am. So there you go. Wow. That's the last 36 wow. hours or so. Unbelievable. I won't get yeah. on to you too bad. Yeah, I need these uh, a couple times a year. You got to do one of these just to stay young, you know, just to stay young or to call the scooter bowl. So, I mean, one or the other, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, not a lot of those opportunities come along to do something. Sure. But you did a great extraneous. job. Oh, did you listen? I listened to quite a bit of it. Oh, that's right. You tweeted a smart aleck thing, but I thought maybe you were just kidding about that. I no, and I, I was being a smart aleck, obviously, but uh, you were a good three to four minutes on my app behind the TV, and I'm like, holy cow, I guess I could pause the TV, but I was just listening to you. I, I, it wasn't an important game that I was so like. So it was the Sirius XM invested. app? Yes, yes. Okay, gotcha. So even uh, Katie walked in, and within like a minute, she goes, Whoa, he's like way behind. I go, I know. Yeah. I'm just listening to him. I'm like, I'm not emotionally invested in this game, so it's like not, not messing it, with it too much. Was it weird hearing uh, me with a different crew? Yeah, we talked about that yesterday. Like, I it felt like you were cheating on him. Yeah, like I, I felt that way a little bit. Like you would do your thing, and I'm expecting Teddy to come in with something, and it was that mm-hmm. other guy. Or you'd go to the sideline, and I'm expecting Plank. And it wasn't Plank, and I'm like, this is really weird. You did a great job, but it nah, was weird with other voices. I went Peter Brady on one touchdown call. My voice cracked twice <laughs> on this long touchdown. And we went to break, and everybody looked at me like, are you going through puberty? And I was like, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know what happened right there. I feel fine. It never happened the rest of the night. But for some reason on that one touchdown, I was like, rrr, rrr, rrr. I, was, I don't know. I was like, I, I, I figured you'd pick that highlight out and – play it yesterday now when the guy called you tony i wanted to find that one but tony yeah, that was good yeah. <laughs> i worked with a guy named hoppy and a guy named elvis that was a first that's fun <laughs> two little elves elvis and hoppy it was basically estridge's crew um the color analyst is his sideline guy elvis gallegos and then uh, i used his spotter his statistician his engineer sideline guy was a local dfw guy that i've worked with before but always interesting to work with a different crew, especially the spotter statistician relationship, um, because everybody does it a little different. This guy Wayne does it spot the spotter does it different. I've never worked with a spotter that does it like he does, and he, nobody wants me to bore him with the details. But I'm eager to tell Shep about it. I don't think I like it better than what we do, but it was wildly different, and. We, he kind of told me what he was going to do before the game started, but then we got into the first drive, and he's doing it, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? You know how you just got different people around you, and yeah. he's pointing at – he brought his own spotter board that was different than my board, but it, it and it was in numerical order, and he's pointing to his board, and I got my board, and I'm like, my head's spinning right now. <laughs> or like, I almost called Shep in the first drive and said, how quickly can you get to can Dallas? Can you get here? You know Shep would have been on a plane in a second. And, uh... He was probably waiting outside my door anyway. <laughs> <He> might have been. <laughs> that was fun. It was, it, was, uh, it was good. It was an okay game. You know, it was uh It, it looked fun. like it was, uh, Marshall was going to get him early on, and then 
uh, UTSA got it going. So yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we got to talk about last night at some point. That wasn't any good. Mm. Did we not play well? Right. Yeah, I mean we should. Yeah, I guess. I did not play well last night. But anyway, what's up with you, man? How'd the show go yesterday? Oh, terrible, terrible. We missed you. Uh, That's it was good signing to hear. day. You know, it's my I don't want it to favorite go well day of the I'm year. Going. I have to act like I'm interested in that, and I'm like, oh, yay! You're signing interested. Day. That's signing day. Yay! Well. Did you have Thune on yesterday? Well, we did have Thune on at 7.30. That was the thing, though. The whole day was really kind of just, like, Brent had everything locked in. There were no, no surprises. There was no drama. Like, 7.30 in the morning well, when we had Parker on. Taylor Tatum made well, me nervous. he made everybody nervous, but apparently just flat tire. But um, <laughs> <laughs> What a day to get flat. Right. But even when Parker came on at 7.30, you know, you're expecting, like, here's what could happen, this and that. And Parker's like, eh. Yeah. I think by 10 o'clock, 10.30, everything's going to be in. I don't expect any surprises. No one's going to flip. They might, you know, the one kid from A&M isn't going to sign, but maybe they get him down the road and he becomes a 28. It was Mount just, McKinley? Mount McKinley. It was just kind of that day. Like, even early on, I mean, Parker had a lot going on, obviously, uh, with what he does and OU Insider and those guys, what they were doing over there. But it wasn't, he's like, ah, this isn't going to be like, you know, when Peyton Bowen is – shocking the world or anything because I just yeah. expected to be a pretty calm day and it was so yeah uh, wasn't anything like wow that I can't believe that happened just then or mm-hmm. that guy uh, ended up here it may happen for some Florida schools and different people but no you was pretty locked in rough so. day for the Gators it sounds yeah. like yesterday yeah. yeah but yeah OU was pretty had it had their business right care down of. the middle of the fairway mm-hmm. great class but we've known about it for a while Nothing disastrous happened, which that's nice. It seems like every year we lose somebody to Alabama, and it seems like it's always a running back. <laughs> and so when the last guy's Taylor Tatum, and he's the guy I'm most excited about in this class, I think he is going to be a star. And you're I think excited for two different a, reasons. I mean, you're talking what's dual that? Oh, yeah, he's a baseball yeah, player, yeah. too. He is a stud, man. Um. He's the last guy, and I'm like, oh, no. Well, what's he doing? What What is going on here? And then he starts the press conference, and he's still not in? Then I really started to panic. But apparently he came in in the middle of the press conference because yep. then he started talking about him. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a pretty boring signing day for OU. And your show was pretty boring, too, it sounds like. Um, Drake Was Drake nice to you? No, Drake was in a mood, and I I started off in the beginning asking him because he I said, hey, you know, what'd you do? How was your evening? And he had gone to hot yoga, so I kind of spun off making fun of that a little bit. And Wait, I think he what? Got cranky. Yeah, Drake does hot yoga. Apparently, I didn't know. No, I, he does. I not. knew it was. I knew it was something that he did about six months ago, and we discussed it when you were out during summer vacation. But I thought that was a one-time thing that a friend had talked him into. Is there a girl there that he's hitting on or something? I thought so, but no. He just, that's his thing. He goes and does hot yoga now. And I'm like, wait, what? And so I think he got Dude, I got to ask that. him about that. I've, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even hate on it. I've thought about doing that for a long time. I don't know where I'd go. And it would have to be a like a, I don't, I, I wouldn't do like Apparently he goes right by my class. house, like next door to Brown Bag over there, right over by Brookhaven. There's a hot yoga place right there. Those, you sweat and sweat and sweat. They say sometimes you lose up to 10 pounds in a class. That's what he said. That's what he said, yeah. I, yeah I'm interested. So he's your man. I don't, no, he's your hot yoga stuff. man. 
<laughs> you know I like to go sit in a sauna. <laughs> right. So this is that plus some stretching and stuff. <laughs> no, nah, it was fine. The show went fine yesterday. We had uh, Parker and Kevin Henry on. and uh, Oh, fun. yeah, Kevin came on, didn't yes, he? Yes, yes. So. That guy's a trip, isn't he? He is, um, uh, he's something. We asked him about it? the not ever losing anything, and he still <laughs> claims that that's true. He, woke, he told me he woke himself up one minute before he was supposed <laughs> to be That's what he told on. us. He said, uh, you guys told me, uh, you texted me and said, I'll have Drake call around 920, or 820, 920 his time where he was. And he goes, so I just set my brain to 919, and I woke up 919, and there was the phone one minute later. I'm constantly disappointing him with... Not knowing something that he thinks everybody in the world knows except for me. Like the coffee dipping the shoes, you know? Right. It's never just, let me tell you about this. It's always, Tiro, are you serious? You know, that kind of a thing. So, <laughs> I can't remember what it was last night. I can't believe how dumb you are. We got a uh, bottomless bucket of popcorn last night. Because the last time we were there, he likes popcorn when we... Something about being in the big arenas, you know? Yeah. He likes to go get some popcorn. So I don't like to eat popcorn. Man, how do you call a game eating popcorn? Well, I don't. It gets stuck in my teeth. But I'll have some before the game, and then I'll, uh, you know, then. But that they have unbelievable popcorn there. I don't know why. But we got a bottomless bucket of popcorn and shared it last night. And (laughs) we had two (laughs) buckets of popcorn during the game. Before the game and during the game. So, anyway. All right, break time. Oh, boy. Is this is that it? Is this the final segment? That's it. We're going, going home, back people. To bed. I'm going back to bed. Now, fill up the text line, 405-651-3439. Can Nipplemeyer Chevrolet text line. Thursday morning, T-Row in the morning show, The Ref. We'll be back. The T-Row in the morning show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment. The one for games. The one for fun. Riverwind Casino. Simply the best. All right, welcome back. There it is. There it is. Toby and CJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Sorry, computer malfunction. McIntyre Law brings you this out. What kind of a Charlie Brown operation are you running around here? The computer just sat there. I hit the the button and it just sat there, so I don't know what's going on. It's working now. Your personal injury attorney, Noble McIntyre, is fine people over at McIntyre Law. 24-7, they're there for you. Proven record of success, 1-877-917-5250 or McIntyreLaw.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Toby, did you yeah. find any change on the ground the last 36 hours? Marietta oh, Sooner man. needs to know. Okay. I'm glad you asked this. So, <laughs> listen to this story. I'm sure you're glad you asked. No, the answer is no. I did not. Uh, shockingly, and I looked. I'm at an airport. I'm all over. I couldn't find any coins. So before the game, a couple days before the game, I get a tweet from a couple. Uh, let me see what their names are here. The last name was Casey. Uh, John and Courtney Casey about the spotter boards for the Carolina game. And I hadn't right. promised them to anyone, so I said, yeah, come find me after the game. They're yours. So game ends last night. Like second break of post game. We're, we're mid-level. Uh, you know, where Matt Pinto is in, in uh, 
Paycom. Okay. We're not courtside. We're mid-level. Mm-hmm. And we're up on, like, some risers. So uh, I look to my right. It's commercial break. I look to my right. And there's a couple, uh, younger couple, 30s maybe. And um, they're in OU stuff. And uh, they're, like, pointing, like, can we come up? And so I and they come up. And I was like, are you the Casey's? And he's like, yeah, I'm John. This is Courtney. I was like, oh, I got some spotter boards for you. Sorry, they weren't winners, blah, blah, blah. And uh, turns out they're from, they live in Charlotte. Went to OU, big Sooner fans, living in Charlotte, came to the game and listened to the show, probably listening right now. And uh, brought me, in addition to uh, wanting the spotter boards, they brought me something. They brought me a a book they wanted me to sign, so I did. They brought me another book that he has written called Ellie and the Jelly. Whoa. I got it right Another here. Another children's author? He wrote a book after reading Unhitch the Wagon and said, I want to write a children's book. Did it, got it published and illustrated and everything, and he gave me a copy last night and signed it for me. Wow. Says, uh, uh, thanks for the inspiration on it. Ellie and the Jelly. It's about this dog named Ellie that is swimming and gets bit by a jellyfish. I think I've ma- seen this book somewhere. Makes the best of the situation. Maybe I'll read you the book today. I've seen that book somewhere. Bronx doesn't have it. It wouldn't have been yeah. that, but I've seen I think I can it's picture awesome. the cover. What's the cover look like? It's a dog in the ocean yep. with a jellyfish with a jellyfish next swimming to it. to it. Yeah. I maybe a book fair or something. I have seen that book somewhere. Ellie and the Jelly, written by Sooner fan John Casey in Charlotte, North Carolina. So he brought me a copy of his book, and I said, well, you've got to sign it for me. And he did. And he had one other thing for me. They're the nicest couple. They brought me a Ziploc bag of coins they've been collecting for me. (laughs) You should have people handing you free money now at this point. It means a lot to it's them. It's like to get you're to a waiter and you get tipped anywhere you go now. Bow for games. <laughs> you people are amazing. This is at least 10 times now in the last, well, during football season. You'll be able to take the family on a European vacation. Yeah. You're like Clark Griswold. We're going to the Mediterranean this summer. Uh, a Ziploc bag of coins. Not full, but it's got a nice amount of coins in there. Probably two or three bucks, maybe more. And uh, I was laughing. Even after defeat, they had me laughing. So you guys are great. So thank you to the Casey's in Carolina. You made my night. You, you put a smile on. Uh, you turned my frown upside down. That's what you did last night. And I can't wait to add Ellie and the Jelly to my book collection, TJ. That was that meant a lot. That was really cool. That's cool. That's really cool. cool. Inspiring people all around. That's right, TJ. What a lot of people say. Shaping the minds is what I do of a, of America's youth. That's what I do here between 6 and 9 a.m. You do something. That's true. No need. No, I won't get into everything. Toby, oof. So you want to be the voice. Ha! Your tireless work is highly appreciated. Enjoy that blooming onion. See you in San Antonio, Jeff and Tracy. Burly Boomer there. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the gift card. I cannot wait to go to Outback and use it. I might just go by myself. You know, you could go to the one in Norman and then head mm-hmm. over to the Regal when it reopens. 
They were getting it ready to reopen the movie theater there. Oh, really? Yeah. Like soon? The new sign's up. It was supposed to apparently open today, and it's behind by a week or so. I've never been to the Regal. Yeah. Apparently, uh, they've redone the inside. So I am going to go to a movie. Or the plans are, anyway. To go, We're going to go to a movie either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So maybe if it's open, we'll choose the Regal. Are you going to see the Iron Claw? No. Oh. That's what uh, I would recommend. What's the Iron Claw? The uh, Von Erich movie with Zac Efron oh. and those guys, yeah. Maybe when it comes out to streaming, yeah. I'll see that. Yeah. I can't remember. What are we going to go see? There's something out right now that, uh, what is it that's out right now, TJ? I don't know. That's the only one, and it's coming out. I don't even know what's out right now, to be honest. Oh, man, my brain's not working. I wonder why. Uh, guys, if, uh, question. If you could listen to any sport and not watch it, which sport would you choose? That's easy. That's easy. Yeah, it's yeah. baseball. Baseball's yeah, the right. best sport for radio, and mm-hmm. it's the... To be honest, I can listen to a baseball game, and if it's done right, you feel like you've watched the game. You have just it's as many details. Watching. Yeah, it's just baseball's the easy answer there. It's also the time of year. Like, mm-hmm. you can mow the lawn. You can sit out by the pool. Right. If you, uh, you can be on a road trip, whatever. And there's just it's just relaxing. It's it, when done. It's got to be done well, but when it's done well. Baseball on the radio is a beautiful thing. It's an it's an art. So I love it all, but baseball is the answer. That or darts. Darts is very good darts, on the radio. Yeah, if you good get call by uh, dart broadcast. Darts yeah. is fantastic yeah. on the radio. Eric in Illinois. Bummer the way that game closed out, but the overwhelming uh, but the overwhelming positive from what we've seen from this team this year, their best effort can't can be any team in the country. It's easier Wonka. said than done. Wonka, TJ. Oh, Wonka. yeah, Wonka's out. That's right. Wonka's out. I think that's what we might see. Go ahead, finish. But the pa- talent and potential is there to beat anyone in the country. It's going to be an exciting season the rest of the way. Boomer. Yeah, I, I agree. We'll get into a thorough breakdown of last night. It just didn't play very well, honestly. No, We'll get into that. Uh, last one here. Jimmy in Tulsa says... Toby, hopefully the Jumpman Invitational is discontinued. That was terrible for the men and women. Did the men even want to play in it? Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I love the event. We didn't play very well. Neither did the women. Uh, but last year went well. Next year we get Michigan teach. Yeah. Our man Chris Joseph hit me up in the middle of the first half. Stage too big for him? I said no. I just had to make some shots. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. They, they were... I don't know if the stage was too big for him. I don't think that necessarily was the case. But maybe the heart was racing a little bit. Uh, yeah, um, I think so. They, were, they just didn't act like themselves last night. So, something. Um, you know who I haven't given props to? The real MVP of the last 36 hours, Teach. Who's that? Uh, the Fowler Jeep Grand Cherokee. What a vehicle. Got me up and down I-35, lickety split. What a vehicle, right. TJ. Comfort, great gas mileage. I was the envy of the road in that beautiful Fowler Jeep Grand Cherokee. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. We got the big uh, Nana Papa T Christmas tonight, Teach. Yeah? You going to nap right. through it? 
No. Are you kidding me? No. Nah. Papa T's making peanut butter fudge, he said tonight. So that'll keep me awake. That? How about that? I'm going to load up on that the first five minutes I'm there, and then I'll be climbing the walls. Um, no. Beside that, all uh, as of now, I believe all 16 grandkids will be present tonight. As far as I know. Unless one of them is sick or runs away before then. Couldn't nap if you wanted to, I guess. So Ain't no napping going on in that house, unless <laughs> unless you're the youngest grandkid, maybe, you know. Uh TJ, which recruiting service do we uh do we endorse? Uh well Parker would appreciate it if it were rivals and OUinsider.com. All right, well let's do that then. I I'm looking up some recruiting rankings here and I I wanna I think they're the highest sure in that uh that ranking anyway. Took so. care of Parker Thune. Um, here you go. You ready? Final recruiting rankings. Georgia 1, Texas 2 on rivals. Bama 3, Miami 4, Ohio State 5, Oklahoma 6. Number 6, that's a third straight top 10 class for Brent Venables, Teach. That's right. Yeah. Rounding out the top 10, Oregon 7, Auburn 8, Notre Dame 9, Clemson 10. Um, let's look at the rest of our SEC brethren, LSU 13, Tennessee 14, your Ole Miss Rebels 16, Texas A&M 19, Florida 20, Missouri 23. How's Missouri 23? I feel like they got everybody. The fan base makes you want to think that they have and that they've got a top five class and took, uh, Caden Green from OU, so... Kentucky 25. I wonder if this is broken down by um, conferences. Yeah, here it is. This will make it much easier. Way to go, Rivals. Let me just click on Hang on, TJ, just a second here. Okay, this will make it easier on me. Um, well, that just tells me the class order. Okay, so this is just uh, SEC. It doesn't say the overall grade. Ah, dadgummit. Um, well... You get the drift. After that, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Arkansas, and Vanderbilt. Things are not going well in Arkansas right now. Uh, well, they haven't for a while, so. Razorback fans got mad at me yesterday. The SEC fact of the day riled some Razorback fans <laughs> up. I, I saw you post that early in the day, and I said, well, that's a pretty simple one. Let's see how yeah, it is simple. Let's see how people react to this and immediately like the first couple of comments were people yelling, "Oh yeah, well we've got two national titles, you dork." The two facts of the day, facts being the key word there, TJ, that have angered people the most are stadium capacities and AP national championships. <laughs> two things that are Easily available on multiple websites and anyway. You, and you did stress AP national yeah. championships, right? Right. Yeah. I didn't say, here are all the possible national championships that every program claims, because that gets very convoluted. There are different ones. We College football is, like I said, messy. We've decided a national champion many different ways. Right. I'm not endorsing the AP as the best. It's simply one of them. It's probably the historically most respected manner by picking a champion. Even now, they just declare whoever wins the playoff the champion. But back when it was a vote thing, 
AP was kind of the respected poll. Now, once upon a time, they voted before the bowl games, which created some awkward scenarios where your champion lost the bowl game. But, yeah, they were coming out of the woodwork to yell at me for, why didn't you count this championship? We're well, Missouri. We've got two. And I'm like, I was like, what? You don't have some old Miss, titles. Old Miss guy, uh, old Miss guy was after me because they've won three. I was like, yeah, we've well, won like the Dunkel Index and a couple of you know. I mean, I don't know what's complicated. AP National Championships. Look it up. I didn't do anything but go to Wikipedia. So knock yourself out. I'm not trying to start a fight here with you know. It is kind of like fun though. It gives you. These are starting to trickle into other fan bases in the SEC, All right? And we're starting to get a taste of kind of what we're in for here, you know. Uh, boy, it's a beautiful day out there. Look how blue the sky is. Sky's not blue. Okay, we're going to argue about everything, aren't we? So, anyway, yeah, Arkansas is uh, having a rough time right now. Um, Who are you most excited about in this class, TJ? Oh, Tatum's up there. Obviously, everybody's you know excited about getting David Stone. I'd say those probably are the, the top Rolling two. Stone. Mm-hmm. He just, I mean, he looks like a beast, doesn't he? He does. He does. So I'm excited about all of them. It's a good class. Nigel Smith the second. I like his name. Mm-hmm. I was talking yesterday. It sounds like he would uh, be pulling up in a limo and have Grey Poupon. So. Um, I've clicked off the tweet, but I saw this morning the OU defensive line class. Only Georgia had more whatever whatever their parameter was, top 100 or whatever. Uh, OU's was better than Alabama's or Texas A&M's, and they had more top 100 defensive linemen than, like, LSU, Tennessee, and somebody else combined, you know, something like that. So great defensive line class. Could get better if if Mount McKinley would would come around. Sure. But uh, I think that's probably going to be a uh, February decision, perhaps. Um, I'm looking through here for for a guy that maybe isn't being talked about as much as everybody else. But I'm pretty fired up about I, I think OU got some big-time uh, wide receivers. The, the wide-out room next year is ridiculous. Now that they got the kid from Purdue – Andrell Anthony's coming back. You lose Drake Stoops, but Andrell Anthony, Jaleel Farouk, uh, the the it's Burks, right? From De- yeah, Purdue, Dion De- Burks, yeah. Um, you add Devon Mitchell, the tight end, and this wide receiver, like Zion Reagans, can go five foot eight and can fly. You've got the big Ivan Carrion. Out of uh, Odessa, 6'6". He's massive. Nick Anderson's back. Jaden Gibson is back. Uh, Zion Kearney, 6'3". I mean, they have wide receiver. uh, uh, Daniels. uh, Oh, gosh. What's his first name? K.J. Daniels? K.J., is that right? Uh, Was in this class. So they're... Wide receiver hall combined with what they already had. The skill positions next year, if 
somebody can emerge at running back will be tremendous. And and they need the quarterback to play well, obviously. But um, I'm not blanking on the homeschool kid's name. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tulsa Noah. Yes. Uh, 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 he's probably listening right now, and <laughs> probably, we're blowing it. Probably is. Uh, anyway, his Ayo, highlights. Uh, Danny, Danny, Danny Okoye. Yeah, come on, Teach, be better. Uh, his highlights the other night from that Army game, where he just lighting that quarterback up. Is he played with a purpose? Yes, because like he tweeted afterwards. You know, anybody still got questions or something like to that effect about him being homeschooled. Yeah, he looks like the real deal. I'm also excited about James Nesta. He's the other baseball player, mm-hmm. the linebacker. It's a good class, I think. I know they missed out on some guys that could have made it even better. But, uh, you know, Eddie Pierre-Louis looks like a monster right now. 6'4", I know there's he a looks- lot of... He looks that way because every picture I've seen of him is scary. He's got the hair down in front of his face, um, covering his eyes, that, or he's got the hair coming down with dark sunglasses on. He's just an intimidating-looking dude. And that video of him running the 100 got out. (laughs) Right. What is that? A big man moving. Yeah. Uh, He's got technique to learn, and he's going to have to be yelled at by Bebenbo for a while, I'm sure, but he looks... Like you want a guard to look, right? I mean, just a massive kid. Boganowski looks like he's a player. Akinkumi can't wait to get here. Akinkumi, the kid from London, is uh, he might be here right now. I mean, he's so excited. Um, you got Peyton Bowen's little brother. Mm-hmm. Eli, Eli looks Bowen. like a baller. Yeah. Uh, you got the quarterback, Michael Hawkins. I mean... Not a lot of people are talking about him, at least as compared to the Jackson Arnold buzz, but golly, he looks good to me. So, really good class, and a whole bunch of them are going to be here uh, for, or already either already are here or are going to be here uh, to start practice during bowl season and second semester. Uh, Three fourths of them were at Sooner Dacry last night for the uh, Parker and them guys' big event, so. Oh, really? Yeah, they had a big event last night. I think they had like 11 of them showing up wow. at that thing last night. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. 10 till 7 on a Thursday. Back after this. Bleed Crimson. Love great Sooner Talk. Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. McIntyre Law brings you this hour. I just saw a headline. The postal carriers in a Norman neighborhood may need your help, Noble. Uh, he's your personal injury attorney. one 877 or Headline, postal service stops mail delivery in Norman neighborhood due to loose dog. Apparently it's a white husky looking dog that keeps attacking the mailmen in one certain neighborhood. And they have quit delivering the mail in the neighborhood. Three weeks, neighbors have not gotten mail in this neighborhood in Norman. The whole neighborhood? Just, the whole neighborhood uh, in that area. They, they lift off like, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven streets in this neighborhood because of a loose dog that's out <laughs> attacking all the mail. I don't know why. I shouldn't be laughing at that. But Do you remember when our mailman at our previous house stopped delivering our mail 
because Snickers kept running out of kept the house. Kept running out of the house at, at him. him. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's why I'm laughing. And we were forced to put a mailbox up. We were the only house on the street with a mailbox out by the curb because the mailman refused to come to our door anymore. Very scary situation. I shouldn't have laughed at that. I feel bad for the mailmen that are just trying to do their job. Apparently this, sure. dog's, a, apparently this dog's a nuisance. Like uh, There's people in the article talking about how the dogs like, jumped their fence into their yard attacking their dogs. And Well, that's not what you somebody, want at all. Somebody get a hold of this dog. i got to so. send you a photo. Um, let me see here. Okay, I'm going to send you a picture. My wife and daughter went and bought... Uh, matching pajamas for the dogs last night. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I just sent it to you. I'm sure they're it's, adorable. It's adorable. It is stinking adorable. Chloe's holding the two dogs, and uh, two of the dogs, in their matching pajamas. Red <laughs> candy cane A little candy canes. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got home at like 3 in the morning last night, and there's uh, baby Ozzy in his candy cane pajamas <laughs> on the bed to greet me. It was the cutest thing ever. He's like, you guys bring me home, and this is what I have to deal with. Yeah, you know, I think he likes him. He looked pretty proud. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Uh, let's see here. One text before we hit the top of the hour. What we got from uh, Marietta here? Marietta Sooner. Toby, did you stop at the Denton Bucky's and get TJ some beaver nuggets? No. No. Uh, I'm I just, a loves I, guy. Just, uh, I just stopped and got myself some uh, two, night, uh, two nights ago, uh, last weekend. So I'm buckied up. I'm bucky beaver. I up. did consider. I did consider stopping and picking you up a sweater. <laughs> but I got something better for you oh, for Christmas no. Eve. Oh no! I got you a Scooters Coffee oh, Frisco right. Bowl koozie. The koozie you showed me. Yeah, I can't wait to use that. Yeah, I'm bringing it with me December 24th. <laughs> You're welcome. I'll add it to the collection of. Uh, koozies I've got. There was a like a there was a basket of scooters freebies in our booth when we walked in. They had tumblers and towels and all kinds of stuff. There's like two koozies, and everybody's fighting over like the tumblers and everything. I said I just want one of the koozies. You guys can have everything else, but I need one of those koozies for my best friend. And they're like, <laughs> oh, all right, fine, take a see koozie. There. See how sweet he is, people. Yeah. Top of the hour. We'll be back.